Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solve, week three of our mini-series, Not Just an International Author. And this lady today, Donna Sadula, is definitely not just an international author. She has so much more to offer and you'll get a feeling and a flavour of all the value that she can provide in this conversation that follows. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, then please, please do. It helps me bring amazing guests like Donna and the other ones featured in this Not Just an International Author series closer to you. Enjoy. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved today. I have the immense pleasure of chatting with Donna Sadula, business owner, writer, speaker and fellow podcaster. How are you, Donna? Fabulously. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Really good. I'm really excited to be speaking to you today about you um, as well, because I'm, we've uh, I, I, in the intro then I said fellow podcaster and we had an opportunity for, for you to talk to me about the, the my story and stuff. But this really yeah. is my opportunity to learn more about you, Donna. So how do you feel? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I feel excited. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no pressure at all. Um, so first question, really, Donna, is how did you get to sit in that seat today? So what, what's your story? What's my story? You know, I, I always wanted to be a business owner. And I used to scratch my head and I used to think, oh, what in the world can, do I have that I can monetize? <laughs> and it, it was, it, I remember it was, it was such a, I just had, I really didn't know. And for years I, I worked, I was uh, in corporate America um, and, you know, I, I worked for companies and I had a lot of fun. Uh, I got into a, a straight sales job uh, back in 2006 and it was one of those um, sales jobs. Like, did, have you ever seen the movie uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, it was like, you know, dialing for dollars, lots of cold calls, like a quota over your head that was just so, so huge. Like, you, you just didn't know if you were ever going to be able to make that quota. And like, the pressure was insane. And, and, but in the midst of this hurricane, of, of pressure and, and, you know, sales and revenue and all of that, I, I learned how to, you know, really create relationships and network. And I started to use LinkedIn and I found that it was this amazing platform that allowed me to get past the gatekeeper. Um, and it was during that period of time that I started to see that when I would call people, they wanted to know who this crazy lady was <laughs> calling them. And, and I would see on my, you know, on LinkedIn that the people that I was talking to were viewing my profile later in the day. Yeah. And I started to look at my LinkedIn profile with like different eyes because I had just copied and pasted 
my resume into my LinkedIn profile. And I thought I had done this great job. And I started to realize that the LinkedIn profile is is such a, it's more than just your online resume. You know, it's, it's who you are. It's how people see you and you have this ability to control what people think by the story you tell. And people resonate to that story, you know, the why. And I started to make little tweaks. And and the more I personalized that profile and the more I told a story and the more keywords that I used, I started to find more and more success. And so it was in 2009, I, I realized this, you know, this, this, this desire I had to start my own business, I could use my knowledge of LinkedIn and this belief, because back then no one else was saying, no one was saying these things. Everyone was saying, copy and paste your resume, even LinkedIn. Uh, I realized there's, there's a need for optimization. So I started the very first LinkedIn profile optimization company. Wow. And, and I got to tell you, it was slow. The first couple of years. <laughs> I'd like to tell you, I was like immediately a millionaire from it, but it took a long time. A lot of people thought I was, you know, they had no idea what LinkedIn was, but luckily, you know, I really did. Um, I hit upon something because people need help telling their story and, you know, long story short, um, since 2009, I now have 20 writers on my team. Wow. We've written over 6,000 LinkedIn profiles uh, for entrepreneurs and executives and professionals from all over the world. Um, I love what I do. I absolutely love it. And I love that what we do changes people's lives because when you tell your story and you let people see how you shine and why you shine, good things happen to you. Yeah. I love that. So, I love that. I love it. So that's why I'm sitting in this chair today. It's yeah, squeaky. No. <laughs> it's a squeaky chair. <laughs> it needs to be replaced. <laughs> but it's comfy and I love it. Yeah, and, that, and that's the most important thing. But what I lo- what I love about that is is that you wanted to set a business. You want you wanted to be, in fact, actually, a question for you. Did you want to be a business owner before you got into sales? And have you always wanted to, to have your own business? Or what was the moment where you actually thought, I want to I want to be my own boss? My father was in sales. And the type of sales he was in, he was always uh, like an independent rep. So he never really worked for the company as much as he was contracted by the company. And he was always paid in pure commission. He had no salary. Yeah. And so my father very much was a business owner, even though it was more in like a sales capacity. And I loved the freedom that he had. And I love that the more he worked, the more money he made. Uh, He wasn't really limited. Um, And so when I started to work, I was, I wasn't working in a sales capacity early on. And I did, like, I saw my father and I saw other people and I, I want, I wanted to be a business owner, but it took a long time for me to recognize what my strengths were, which was funny because they were totally out there in front of me the entire time. I just couldn't see them because I sat so close to them. But, you know, I think managing my own territory and being in that real pulverizing type of environment. Um, But, you know, being forced to build a territory and make those relationships and 
like all of that started to help me. So, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this, this is really funny. Um, I had been on like some dating websites and prior to the whole LinkedIn thought, but I had yeah. been on a whole bunch of dating websites and like, you'd get these like, you know, like winks from guys. And then you'd look at their profiles. And I remember thinking those profiles are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> should be a person who writes these these profiles for these dating sites. I remember thinking that. And then when I got onto LinkedIn, I had the exact same thought. It was almost like what what had occurred during those dating websites was occurring again. And I think that helped me catch it a little earlier yeah. <laughs> than other people because I was like applying it to, you know, match.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So when you were talking about LinkedIn profiles and, and the difference that's required, it's not just a copy and paste of your CV. Um, you use the word to tell your story. Does everybody need a story or do you believe that everybody has a story? Or... You know, I do think everyone has a story. I don't think they know it. <laughs> I don't think many people have ever, I don't think many people do. I don't think they sit down and really think about, you know, wh where did you come from? Where do you want to go? You know, what's shaped you? What do you love doing? What do you hate doing? I, I think successful people do this. And I think they've been taught it. I don't think it comes naturally. But I think for most people, they're just trying to survive. And yeah. they're, you know, and, and they're just trying to get the ball to the other side of the court. And, you know, they really don't sit down and say, hey. And, and if you think about it, you know, we're all drawn to the, you know, movies and TV shows and books. You know, we love the idea of a story. It enthralls us and it resonates and it gets us, you know, really excited. And, and, I, and I think it is true when you, especially now, you know, now more than ever that we're, we are so distant from other people and we're not, you know, interacting like we used to. I think it becomes even more important that if you're going to work with someone, you want to know who they are, how they got there. We don't want to be working with someone who just sort of rose <laughs> from the ashes, you know, or just came out of, you know, like, you know, was cut out of like, like Athena who came out of Zeus's head. You know? <laughs> like, like we want someone who actually, you know, cut their teeth, you know, and like learned and, and, you know, like we don't want to see someone who just comes out of nowhere and says they're an expert. You know, we want to see someone who, you know, worked hard to get there. Yep. And that's part of the story. What are the key components of a of a LinkedIn pro of a story filled LinkedIn profile? So, because I, I see so many profiles, what mm -hmm. differentiates a good one and a bad one, and and how do we know that they've they've encapsulated the story? What what mm -hmm. do you look for in a profile? Well, you know, first off, it's not even what 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 the profile looks like off the bat. All right, it's are they getting a lot of hits? Are they showing up in search results? Are they being found? Are people clicking on their profile? Are they getting messages on LinkedIn? I mean, I think in the, in, in the most basic sense, how successful are you within the platform? You know, yeah. that I think has, that says a lot because we could write a beautiful profile, but if it's not getting clicks and it's not getting hits and no one's reaching out, the story is not right. But, you know, if you're getting, if you're being found, so you need to really think with a profile, to me, it needs to be aligned to your goal. You need to know why you're on LinkedIn. And very few people really say, wait, why am I on LinkedIn? Some people are on LinkedIn because they're doing job search. 
Some are on LinkedIn because they want to do it for reputation management. They want to show how robust and the depth and the breadth of their, their history is and who they, what they bring to the table. You know, others are doing it more for an executive branding. They want to look like a leader. Um, others are doing it for sales and marketing purposes. They want to sell more. They want to prospect better. But depending upon your goal, your story is going to change, right? So when I was first on LinkedIn, I was on it for sales and marketing, all right? And so who was looking at my profile? Prospects, people that I was calling, you know, potential leads. What did my, back then, what did my profile look like? It looked like my resume. And so what did my resume say? My resume said, I love selling. I love prospecting. I don't mind asking for the check. You know, rejection means nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so now what is my target audience thinking about me? Oh, I'm nothing more than a dollar to her. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like disconnect, big time disconnect. Now, if I was in job search mode, a recruiter or a hiring manager would be like, ah, she's, she's someone we want to have work in the territory, yeah. but the people within the territory, that's not going to resonate. So you really need to make sure that your message aligns to your target audience. And that's, I think one of the biggest pitfalls people make is they really aren't thinking with that much depth, you know, what do they need to know? And it's not just what you want to say. It's what do they need to know about you? That's that's, that's important. Yeah, so I, I I get that. But how does somebody then join the their own personal story to mm -hmm. what their target client needs to get from their profile? Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's looking at again. So let's say it's a person who's doing job who's in job search mode, right? Yeah. So we think in terms of all right, what does the recruiter or the hiring manager need to know? And what job are you, you know, looking for? And it could be finding that job description and reading it through and, and seeing what are the words that they're, what are the words, those keywords that are being stated? You know, what are the big major skill sets? You know, and then from there, understanding that's what they're looking for. And at that point, then you start to say, all right, what do I have that? that ties in with that, you know, what is it? Is there a story? Is there an accomplishment that I have done that supports those strengths or those keywords? And then you write it in a very conversational tone. We don't want it to sound like a resume because resumes are boring and we have to feel bad for these poor recruiters who are like looking at hundreds and thousands of profiles that are like, upwardly mobile, professional, ethical, you know, <laughs> dynamic, you know, it's like, oh God. <laughs> so you want to write it in a, in a very conversational way. It's okay to say I first person narrative is a beautiful thing. I absolutely think it's, it's the right way to write a profile yeah. or second person, but at any rate, you know, and, and you, and you write around that. And that's, that's what helps to, to structure the story. And, you know, the same thing goes for a person who's in sales, you know, it's what does your target audience need? You know, what are their pain points? What, you know, what is it that you're going to bring to the table and then write about that, you know, it's, or it's, it's looking and saying, all right, this is, a, I'm, I'm a speaker and they want, you know, what, what is it that I bring to the table? And that's, that's how you start to craft the story. And then how do you know that your changes have been successful? 
you know, you know that it's been successful, kind of like what I was saying earlier, you should see that you have more hits to your profile. Yeah. Now, sometimes you'll, you, sometimes you may find that you have less hits, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because maybe you're getting more qualified hits. Yeah. That's, that's something to keep in mind because that happens often. Um, you know, if you are doing, you know, if maybe if you're in sales and you have something out and you're getting these like hits for people who are just unqualified and, and just not the right level, then that's, you know, you might be getting a lot of hits, but they're, they're not qualified. So it's not, not a good thing. So it's really about, you know, saying, looking at your profile, looking at those stats and making sure you're getting good hits and people are reaching out to you. Now, sometimes, sometimes Lee, sometimes it's a little different than that too. Sometimes you might just find that you get on the phone with someone and a conversation goes a little easier. They may seem to react to you a little bit differently, maybe a little bit more warmly. You know, sometimes it's not even on LinkedIn that you're going to feel the success. Sometimes it's in the real world through phone calls. It's yeah. funny how it works. Yeah, no, completely. I get, I get that. I get that. Just a little bit about yourself now, Donna, actually. Um, so you said at the start that you're a business owner or we, we introduced you as a, as a business owner, a writer, mm-hmm. a podcaster. And, and so you've got, you've got a really successful business, um, 6,000 LinkedIn profiles, um, You've got a podcast called Big Dreams with Big Dreamers. Dream, dream, dream big, big, dream big with big, big dreamers. dreamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get those two things wrong. We're right. Um, what's your big dream for all of the things that you've got going on? Oh my goodness, Lee! What a good question. What is my What is my big dream? Hmm. Right now, I want to keep my my business moving forward. I want to help as many people as I can. I, I want to help them. I, I, it's funny. We, we, write, we write LinkedIn profiles. We, we write resumes and bios. Um, it's, it's really about career branding. And I, I really, it's, to me, it's not about helping them find a job. <laughs> it's not, that's really not what motivates me. I want to help people be successful. And understand who they are, which is, and it took me like this weekend to really think about that. That's Chris's number one, right? Know yeah. who you are, right? And, yeah. and I want to help people. And I, I feel like writing that, you know, the LinkedIn profile, almost it's this, it forces people to do what they don't want to do, which is write about themselves, think about themselves, think about their future, think about where they're going, where they've been, you know, who they are. Like it's, it's, I don't think Reed Hoffman had any clue when he started LinkedIn, like how beautiful this platform could truly be in helping people become self-actualized. Yeah. But, you know, to me, it's, it's really, I want, I want people to be successful. I want people to know who they are, their value they add. I want them to be empowered. That's my big dream is to help as many people you know, truly feel empowered in their career. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that comes across, you're so passionate about helping people. Um, the fact that you've got the podcast and you speak to people to, they've got, that, that give people a platform that wouldn't ordinarily have a platform to share yeah. their big dreams. 
um, which I think again comes across as, as you helping um, different different types of people in, in different types of ways. Um, and so I, I, I completely understand that that's your, that's your value. And, and so have you joined the dots naturally between your podcast and your business and your writing to to do this, or is this just is, do these things just naturally happen and you do them and they're just they, they always appear to they, they do help people and they're coming from a position of value, but you'll do whatever you can to help people. Or is there mm-hmm. like an end game for this for you? Oh, you know, the, the book, my four dummies book of which, which I'm very, very proud of. Yeah. Because, and I'll tell you why, um, back when I first started my business, my father had said to me, he said, Donna, you say you're an expert, but you're not, you need a book. You need to write a book. And at the time I was like, but you know, I, I know LinkedIn, I, I have this concept, this idea. And he's like, I don't care. You need a book. If you're going to be an expert, you need a book. He said, you better write a book. And so I'm like, okay. <laughs> write a book. And he said to me, call up the four dummies people and write a four dummies book. And I was like, me? <laughs> like, just call up this publishing company and write and, and just ask them and and write it for like you're out of your mind. You're you're out of your mind. Uh, those people who write those four dummies books are like, you know, are successful and important people. Like that's not me. And so I ended up, I did write a book. Uh, I self-published it. It was not a four dummies book. Yeah. But I got the book out. My father got to see it right before he died. And I had dedicated the book to him. So he got to see the dedication. Um, and then he passed, which, you know, to this day, I'm, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard for me. Um, but it was in 2016, I got a call from the For Dummies people. And they're like, we want you to write a book. Amazing. We want you to write the LinkedIn profile optimization book. And I was I, like, I was trying to play it coolly. Oh yeah. my God. I was like, oh, oh really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> In my head, I was like doing a little happy dance. Yes. <laughs> so like that kind of fell in my lap, but at the same time, like it, it's a perfect, you know, it, it continues everything that I was doing. And even with the podcast, like I feel one, you know, it, it, it helps continue it, but I, I have to admit, you know, I don't have this, I don't have this vision of world domination in my mind. Um, I really do kind of just, I, I just keep moving forward. And like back when I was in sales, it was always about the money. It was always about that quota. I had to sell that software yeah. and I had to bring in that revenue. What I love about what I'm doing today is I don't care about that. As long as I'm helping people and I'm adding value and I'm inspiring, the money's there, but I don't have to think about it. That's not what motivates me. That's not, it's, it just happens. It's for me, it's just keeping myself focused on, you know, how can I keep inspiring? Yeah. Yeah, completely. I love it. I love, I love your passion. Your passion comes through so strongly when you're talking about what you do, why you do it, how you do it. Um, so you just mentioned writing then uh, and your, your four dummies book. Have, have you got anything else in the, in the pipeline in the offing? I do, Lee. I do. I'm, I'm, writing, I'm writing a book with um, 
my, uh, I have a, a general manager of operations who works on vision board media, my company. And she and I started a company together called ready set you, where we help students brand themselves because we realized, oh my goodness, if executives high level, like smart, accomplished executives, a hard time branding themselves. Like how hard must it be for students who are just coming up? Right. And they don't have all of the accomplishments in the background, you know, to help them to infuse it. So we started this company to help them. And as we've been doing this, I had this sort of like epiphany, (laughs) this little realization. And that is when a person comes to us through LinkedIn makeover to, to help them with their LinkedIn profile or the resume, we ask them to fill out a questionnaire. And one of the questions on the questionnaire is what is a book or quote that inspires you? Mm -hmm. And so for the last 11 years, I've been gathering these quotes of success from people from all over the world, all of them very high level, really, you know, amazing professional people, success minded. And, you know, as these quotes have come in, it's been a gift to read it and be inspired. But I started to see that these quotes fit into buckets. Each bucket was very defined. And I realized that when we put all of these buckets together, that all together is what makes a person successful. Wow. It's almost like the blueprint. And it's, it, only, it only came to me after seeing so many of these. And so I have this blueprint and it's, it's, it's these quotes and these, and some of the quotes are from people that we know, but some of them are quotes that these people came up with themselves, their own mantras that they use. And so I'm writing, I'm writing this book and it's, it's going to be called Success Unraveled. And it's really a blueprint of what people today, not, not back, you know, 50 years ago, I'm sure it's probably probably similar because the, the tenets are, the, are very similar, but you know, today, what I've, what have I seen with my clients? What has made them successful? And that's what this book is about. Amazing. I, I absolutely love that. Cause, cause there's a, there's another quote isn't there? that says something like success leaves, or, success leaves clues. And it's for like the <laughs> next person to pick up and, 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 and take it. And that's exactly what you're doing. You've got all of these, yeah. these things that have made people, maybe the catalysts for somebody and a thought and, and, and stuff. I, I love that. So powerful, so powerful because yeah. everybody at a different time in their life has something that happens and whether they choose to, to act on it or not, it's their own personal mm-hmm. choice. And I think what you've got there is the maybe that some of the catalyst things that have, have mm-hmm. triggered and the fact that you're putting them into buckets and you might not have, I don't know, in fact, actually, I'll ask you, how many buckets mm-hmm. are there? Oh, <laughs> there's about 10. There's yes. about 10. And so, and eat, so it starts off in the beginning of one's career and it's almost like steps up. So, you know, there's the step of knowing, you know, you know, who you are again, kind of like Chris's, you know, step one, but then it's, it's, it's knowing that it's okay to make mistakes. And that practice is so important. I I wish I had known that when I was a kid, I had no idea. I honestly thought those people who are great musicians, they just picked up an instrument and could play it. I thought they had like some innate ability 
And little did like it, I, I was well into my thirties before I realized, no, it's, it's practice. There's no that many that, I mean, there's some certain physical, you know, traits that you might have that make certain things easier, you know, like to be a basketball player, to be seven foot is fabulous. But yeah. at the same time, that seven foot guy practiced his heart out to get to the NBA. So, I mean, you could be seven foot tall. That doesn't mean you're going to be in the NBA, but you know, regardless it, it's, it's practice it's failing is okay. And taking risks is a must, you know, like, so th- th- there's that part, but we also get into, um, you know, once, once you seem like you've actually, you know, all of this is working together, you know, there's, you know, there's philanthropy that comes into play, you know, and it's mentorship to pass it on, to continue the cycle. So it's, um, interesting <laughs> that's that's really ex- really exciting if i'm honest on it really exciting and um if somebody's listening that would be interested in a book like that when are you anticipating and i'll not hold you to this i'll not hold you to this uh, but but when when do you envisage it being available you know i'm i'm hoping by the end of 2021 i'm hoping by the end of 2021 um but maybe it'll be sooner <laughs> Maybe it'll be sooner. It's, it's, uh, there's a, there's a, I still have, I have a lot of, I have a lot written, but there's still a lot more to write. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, but it's, it's, to me, it's, it's something I'm very proud of and it's something I'm very excited about and I am working towards it, but I do need to have a better deadline. No, I completely. I know. I love that. I'm really looking forward. I think that's bucket number three. No, I think I might have to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> no, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so quick question for you: uh, What are you having for your? T- so what are you having for your tea? So do you say for your evening meal? Do you say um, tea, dinner, supper? What What do you say for your evening meal? For your. So, so my evening meal, we we call that dinner. Yep. Now my grandparents used to call it supper because oh, wow. they actually, they ate a little earlier. So if, if like, if you eat at four o'clock, that's supper. If you eat at six, that's dinner. And then if you eat it, if you eat a supper, then you have to have like a little snack, a little, little cheese and crackers in the yeah. later <laughs> evening. But we do, we do dinner at six. And uh, it's when you tea I, I i made sure that i had my my uh english afternoon. I, I know i know I'm, I'm really i'm really impressed with the detail that you've gone to here to, to make sure you, you you're sipping your cup of tea whilst chatting with me today so yeah, and, I, and i and i chose i chose it uh, i chose my cup this is this is disney world and my my stepdaughters uh brought this back for me when they went to visit uh the the magical kingdom last yeah. year so oh, this is my my cup that i used amazing amazing so what are you having for your dinner Goodness, what am I having? I don't, you know what? I normally do like a lot of meal planning and like I know exactly, I don't know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Maybe <laughs> I'll have tacos. Maybe tacos. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. You, you've got, I was until that. Yeah. I was until that. Yeah. Um, if people want to know more about Donna Sadula, where would they go? What would they do? What would they find? Hopefully they'd find one. Heck, I'm an awesome LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be that cobbler. These kids have no shoes. (laughs) Absolutely visit me on LinkedIn. Uh, You could visit my website, LinkedIn-makeover or LinkedIn-makeover.com. 
That's for executives and professionals who need help with their branding. Uh, if you have a, a son or a daughter who is uh, college aged and they need help as they enter the workforce, they can visit readysetu.com. Or if someone needs a uh, sparkly presenter of a webinar or maybe one day an in-person event, they could go to <laughs> donnasurdula.com because I speak as well. Oh, amazing. Amazing. One final question for you, actually, before I, before I let you go and consider what you're having for your dinner. Um, ready, so what was it called? Ready, set? Set you, Y-O-U. Yeah, okay, ready, ready set, set you. you. Why have you focused on college um, and not younger well, with, with Ready, Set, You, it's, we, do high, we, we will do resumes and assist with high school students, um, but it's mainly like junior, senior, and high school through college. And we actually do a few years right out of college as well. So it's, it really is the, the student, just to the, those just entering the workforce. Um, but we haven't gone any lower than that no, and, <laughs> or younger the, than that. Yeah. The only, the only reason I ask is because I, I say, so I've got two young children myself an eight, an eight and a five year old and, mm -hmm. and they, they currently aspire to be YouTube um, sensations. That's, that's what they would like. So personal branding and, and things is key yeah. for that. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was just curious of, of why you pitched at that age. And, and because I think there's a, there's a huge mo movement with a lot of youngsters trying to, uh, mm -hmm to get onto YouTube, create their own personal brand, develop themselves and, and become confident speakers and, and in front yeah. of a camera. That's, that's maybe you've given me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I will say I, 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 my son is seven years old and he has a YouTube <laughs> channel, which is not private, but it's him recording himself every now going, I like Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like, you know, we, we pretend that it's like for people to see, but you know, I'm not right now, but, but I, I do see it. I mean, these kids definitely, you know, back when we were younger, we were not aspiring to what these kids aspire to today with, with the social media and the technology that's around them. But that's a really good idea. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you do anything with that, there's a, there's two children here that, uh, that would be keen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, perfect. Amazing. I'll cold call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sales in the bag. The sales in the bag. I just want to say, Donna, thank you so much for uh for, for chatting with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh to continue chatting with you and uh, and getting to know you over the over the last couple of weeks. Um yeah. good luck with everything you've got going on. Um and and who knows, hopefully we'll be able to have a, a chat in the not too distant future as well. I would love that. You were, you were lovely. I loved talking to you. I've already said how, you know, Chris's lessons have really been resonating with me and I keep talking to people about them. So I, I this has been wonderful. Yeah, thank no, so perfect. Much. No, thank you, Donna. Have, enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy whatever it is you're having for your dinner. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.